It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, exciting, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners today that have tuned in live and will be listening to the podcast. I am just so very grateful for each one of you listeners. And I am just overly excited today to have with me my returning diva, Deb Matlock. And her and I are going to talk about value and power of gratitude in our relationships with animals and nature. Oh, man, this is just going to be incredible. So, Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. I am so honored to be here. My name is Deb Matlock, and I live in Colorado. I have a small business called Wild Rhythms, where the focus is the developing and nurturing of our connection to animals, nature, and the world of spirit. And I just love this topic, and I'm so excited to dig into it with you. Oh, oh that makes two of us, Deb. I am just overly excited about this, because and especially being the month of November with being Thanksgiving this month for everyone in the United States and it is just it is just incredible and I believe Canada has just gone through in the past few weeks their Thanksgiving so it is just a perfect timing to talk about the value and power of gratitude and especially in the relationships with our animals and nature when you when you talk about like your wild rhythm how do you start to incorporate to your um, p- different clients and people about how to start looking at the gratitude part of it with animals and nature? Yeah, you know, I think one of the first places I like to look is just at all the ways that I I take the natural world into my body. And without that, I would literally cease to exist. You know, air and water and food and all of those things are these amazing gifts from the the natural world and plant and animal kingdoms and and the water, you know. And, you know, it's something that um, we we do. We we can do it with consciousness instead. You know, it's it's like... um, the same kind of idea of, you know, people saying prayers before they, they eat, you know, moments like that to just say, oh, my gosh, thank you for, you know, all of this, all of this amazing, amazingness that I'm, I'm able to put into myself and to connect with the wild world through because, you know, we're, we're eating plants where those plants are becoming part of us and when we die, we, we become part of everything else and it's this beautiful cycle of reciprocity that, I think when we're aware of it and we're we're thankful for it, you know, it can just uh, lend such a, a quality to our days and a quality to the way that we live our lives. Oh, oh yes, I just I totally agree with you because it's just the simple little things. It, like you said, if we just become conscious of it, of like the air we breathe. I know a lot of times I'll be outside and just I'll just 
look in each direction, the north, south, east, west, and just take deep breaths and just thank thank the universe that I have these different areas and different ways to breathe and the air and the oxygen that comes in to keep our bodies going. Because like you said, it all we all have to bring it in to exist. And when to me, when I take that time to be grateful, it just lifts my spirits, lifts my energy, and makes me realize how we all are so connected to the animals and the nature in our world. Oh, I totally, I totally relate to that. And, and the other thing I kind of wonder is, does that gratefulness, you know, that energy, that intention of, of being thankful that, that we emit, you know, i got to believe that the world around us feels that in some way. You know, it's, it's like I, I, I absolutely know. I, I've seen it with dogs and cats and animals that I'm super close to. You know, they can tell, and I, sometimes I'll sit down and just say, oh, my gosh, thank you for being in my life, and they're wagging their tail and licking my face. and You know, they can feel some kind of energetic exchange. And, you know, part of me really thinks that there's a, a distinct possibility that the wild animals and the trees and the plants and all of the the beings, you know, how could that energetic exchange not be extending? It, it only makes yes. sense that it would be. And so is our gratitude also a gift to the world around us? Oh, yeah. Oh, I I agree 100%. Because when you, you yourself are in a gratitude feeling, a state of mind of gratitude, your energy to me, for myself personally, is just a different kind of energy that we're giving off to the universe versus if we're grumbling and complaining about everything that we've got to do on our to-do list and why is why is the weather like this and why is this and this. And it's just that's the vibes then to me we give off to the universe where if we're in a gratitude state, we're giving off such a refreshing, a just a more of a a loving kindness kind of vibration to the world, just just like the animals. I mean, like you said, when you, well, I tell my animals every day multiple times how much I love them and I'm so grateful they're in, being in my family. And, and, I mean, it's just the look in their eyes that they, they know it. They appreciate hearing it just yeah. like us humans appreciate it is how I feel personally. <laughs> Yeah, I think so too. And and I, you know, I know for myself that one of the things that feels so good is when somebody tells me thank you for something. You know, I don't expect it. You know, I do things to do them, but yet when somebody acknowledges and says, "I really appreciate this thing that you did or that you said that thing or whatever." You know, it just feels so good and my heart just feels like, "Oh, wow, thank you for noticing." And so living in in the world in a way that every being, human or otherwise, might have some version of that for themselves. You know, why not just exude gratefulness everywhere? I mean, how awesome would that be? <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, that's how I always feel. They're living souls just like us. I mean, they appreciate those words of kindness, too. And thank you is two words that are so small and it carries such a huge meaning of gratitude when you say them they're they're incredible or if you receive them they are those are two words that are just they're amazing (laughs) yeah absolutely And and i think they're connective you know i think when we are 
operating from that place of, of looking for where we can give thanks, looking for where we can be grateful. Sometimes I feel like I, I see myself as part of a larger whole when I do that. You know, I see myself as as a, a recipient and a you know, giver and a taker, if for for lack of a more eloquent expression. Mm-hmm. You know, I can I can give to others, I can take from others, I can be grateful for all that. And yet it really shows me how intertwined we all are with each other as humans and with the, the animals and the natural world as well. Um, you know, we just don't exist in isolation. We just don't. No, no, we we don't. No way. I mean, we we cannot exist without nature. And I personally cannot exist without my animals. They are they are just they are a part of me. They are who I am, and they bring so much. They can give you so much peace. I mean, the peace that even just going out in nature when you're maybe wound up and been busy all day or been busy and thinking of all these things, and you just walk outside and just just take that moment to be thankful for that beautifulness that's out there, just like right now with the trees changing colors. They're still here where I'm at. They're just kind of going into that stage, and I'm like, oh, my word, the beauty is just absolutely breathtaking. And you just have to, when you stop and see that, the peace that it brings me is just a peace that it's almost hard to describe is how I would put it. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah, I think that that is exactly it. You know, gratitude and expressing that, as we just talked about, is so beautiful for those we're expressing it towards. But then the peace mm-hmm. that it, it can bring in our own hearts and souls, um, and that it just acknowledging that is, you know, I think about that, you know, they, you know, so much conversation in the world about finding inner peace and finding all these really important components, and, and I actually really think that that gratitude and being in a grateful mindset um at least I know for me that that is that is a huge door to that that sense of peace inside. And when I feel myself getting rattled and agitated and, and all that, um, I can often stop and go, wait a minute, I haven't really been grateful for for things today. I've just sort of been moving through the day and taking things for granted. And you know, it's like I get into my car, which is plastic and metal, and it's run on gasoline, all of which are part of the earth. You know, like the gasoline was a living being a long, long time ago. You know, it's like. I was like, can I be grateful for this connection? Um, even when I'm mm-hmm. doing something that is sort of, quote, unquote, unnatural, like, you know, or the, the phone I'm talking to you on right now and the wires or, you know, how we're connected across our different locations. And um, it's just so much more fulfilling to say, wow, that is so cool. I am really grateful that somebody mm-hmm. somebody put this together so we could do this. Oh, Oh, I love you said that because a lot of times, well, I keep a gratitude journal because it just helps each day to write down if, or every couple of days to just write down what you're grateful for. And so many times I have put down, I'm grateful for ways to communicate because we have the ability to communicate with people from all over the world in just a matter of a picking up a phone or through a Zoom call or through different ways and it, it is amazing and to be to realize that and not just take it for granted because it is something that is very special. I have met so many special people that way. And we have connected. I mean, just like 
through my interviews with you. I mean, it is just awesome how we can connect like that. And, yeah, I love that you said that because I thought, huh, I wonder if I'm the only one that is grateful that we can communicate like this. (laughs) You know, I I had a friend once um, was talking about being in an airport at the gate and Mm -hmm. big delay on the flight. And people are getting more and more upset and, you know, pacing and, you know, how the energy of all that can go as as a plane is, is delayed. And and another person turned to somebody and said, well, you know, the thing is, even if we're delayed for hours, we're still going to get across the country a lot more quickly than if we were doing this on foot or horseback or even in a car. So mm-hmm. maybe we should be grateful for the fact that we can fly and and all the creative ingenuity and all the gifts from the natural world and everything that had to go together so that we could all walk onto a plane and fly across, you know, however. And I just love that because I thought that is something, yeah. something I heard that story years ago and I remember that when I'm in a situation like that where it's like, oh, gosh, this is late. Oh, no. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Is it really late or are we really going to get there really quickly regardless? <laughs> exactly. Oh, how true. And then... One of my, someone told me a lot, uh, it was years ago too, and it stuck with me in kind of that same way. What is the universe protecting me from that I am running a little bit late? I should maybe be grateful that the universe has seen ahead of what I can't see and is protecting me personally from something. So I don't know. I've always kind of looked at it that way and gone, okay, I'll get there. I may be a few minutes late, but it'll all be good. <laughs> you know, and I, I think that way as well. And, and there was one time in particular where I was I was held up and on a meeting and I was needing to get out the door. And in that delay, I realized that one of my cats was, was not acting very normally. And long story short, it ended up he was having a pretty serious health problem with um, a constipation issue, and I was able to get him to the vet probably saved his life and I am so grateful so grateful I wasn't Mm -hmm. on time that day because I would have been gone by the time he started having his little episode and so yeah there's a humbleness to gratefulness that I think is a really beautiful pairing like okay I don't understand this but all right all right (laughs) (laughs) definitely oh and to me gratitude can change gratitude just changes your world when you go into a gratitude state of mind, it it is just unbelievable how it can just change everything around you and how you look at things. And it's like it brings the smile back to your face. Oh, yes. I think you're right. It, it brings in that joy, that peace, that, you know, okay, everything is, is feeling really intense, but finding those moments of gratitude can be like, okay, all right, we're still we're still rocking and rolling here. There's still all of this amazing stuff going on, all of these amazing beings to be grateful for. You know, and I think that kind of leads in also to developing a certain level of respect for each other and the world around us. You know, when we realize how how beautifully dependent we are, how completely woven together we all are, mm-hmm. and we acknowledge what that provides. It's really hard in my mind not to be respectful of this incredible mystery that we all live within. You know, it's it's just mm-hmm. like like you said, being late might be saving us, you know, from something or providing an opportunity for something else or um you know, it's just like wow, what a what an amazing intricate mystery. 
Oh, definitely. Oh, I I so agree. And how, how we're all woven together and just, I mean, I always kind of come into thoughts, too, on just how the beautiful seasons, how everything changes, and even like the horses and the cattle, how they grow their coats for the winter time, And I'm so thankful that they can do that because they they are out in the elements and dealing with it. I mean, we try to provide as much shelter as we can, but, I mean, they're not living in a house where there's a wood-burning stove or something like that. They are out in the elements, and they were created <laughs> to be able to with go through that. And then in the summer, springtime comes, and they start to shed off those coats to get ready for the spring and warmer weather. And that is that has always intrigued me. I'm just like, wow, how magnificent that is, how they were created to be able to adapt to the weather changes like they do. And I that is something that is just, I'm so grateful for it because I, do, I mean, yeah, I can use some blankets on them, but they've already got a good winter coat that has been put on them. And I'm just, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, and, and you bring up something that just makes me get chills with amazement of, of just all the adaptations out there with wild animals and plants and, you know, to prepare for seasonal changes. You know, some animals, of course, will migrate. Some will hibernate. You know, some, mm-hmm. you know, I live in Colorado, which can be pretty darn cold, and we get geese here. This is where they come for the warm winter. <laughs> you know, they come from oh. northern places. And, you know, I'm amazed that where they can be on a lake that is, is almost completely frozen out in the mm-hmm. little patches of open water, and they're fine. I would be literally risking death to be in that same place if I was in that water in that temperature. And their their bodies are equipped, you know, the way that the blood flows through their legs and their feet and goes into their heart and warms. And it's just it's completely incredible and completely humbling to me what goes on in a way that allows all of us to live here, you know, and... Um, and it also gives me so much respect because I'm standing there huddled up in a thousand layers, you know, freezing, waiting for my dog to smell around and get a little bit of an outside. And I'm looking at these geese who are like, yeah, this is my summer relaxation place, you know, winter in Colorado. <laughs> we go here because it's warm. <laughs> oh, oh, that is that is so true. I mean, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm all bundled up here and can't get any more layers on. And these animals are like, huh, what's your problem? We're all good. <laughs> yeah, I think I when we're, I'm ready to take the dogs out. They're at the door all ready to go, and, and I'm bundling and bundling, and they're looking at me like, why don't you just grow some fur and let's get outside, you know? <laughs> exactly. Oh, but it is humbling, and it is, I mean, and it is just so amazing is what it is, is how we are all connected like that. And when you start to look at it and realize how everything just comes together like that and the animals know exactly like like the geese, when to start migrating. They know the change of seasons. They don't need a calendar to look at to know when to fly to a different location. And the animals the horses and cattle and all the others, they don't need a calendar to tell them when they need to start growing their hair coats. They know it by what is happening out in the universe and the climate, the air around them. 
And that is just, it, it humbles me to think that they are made so magnificent like that. It's it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's just like sometimes I think we can sort of gauge our, our upcoming winters by the, the coats that, that mm-hmm. the animals put on, you know, like how they, they're like internal meteorologists in there, you know, um, and, and our adaptations, yes. you know, we've, we've figured out how to do things like burn fire, you know, burn wood to make fire to create heat. And, you know, we've, um, we've adapted differently, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm a little jealous sometimes cause I wouldn't love, I would love sometimes to just put on a, a nice warm coat that is always there, but you know, it's, it's, um, it's just it's humbling and amazing, and I think when we are in that state of gratitude, it, it leads us into all those pieces that allow us to feel that there's such a beautiful mystery, there's so much to be respectful of, mm-hmm. and there's such a beautiful role we can play in supporting all of that. You know, yes. you know, living in a way that if we live from a place of gratitude, I mean, one question I have is, you know, how do we live differently when we're orienting ourselves from that place of gratitude? How do we behave differently? You know, are we more conscious of our choices? Are we, you know, are we more willing to eat the food in front of us and not throw out perfectly good food because something else sounds better? You know, I don't know. It's a, it's a question I like to kind of hold and and present to others to consider is how do we live differently when we live from a place of gratitude? Oh, that is a great question. I love that question. And it's it's a question that you can keep in your mind all the time. How is it going to change my world by being in a gratitude state of mind? And like I said, for me, it just it brings peace. It brings energy. It just brings a whole different being about myself. And it give, to me, like I said earlier, it gives off a great vibration into the world on how when you're in a gratitude state. <clears throat> and uh, when you were talking about how we burn the wood and bring the warmth in through the stoves for the wintertime, we've been cutting trees that have fallen down and have are no longer living. And I thank them for that. I'm grateful that I have that wood that we can now, they serve their purpose, and now they're serving a purpose to heat us. And to me, that is where we all come in, in a full circle. And I am so grateful that I have those trees that have given their given their life, they've lived their term, and now they can provide wood for heat for our stove in the wintertime. And that is, to me, that is a very, it's just so interesting how it all connects us to one another, like we were talking about earlier. And just being grateful and being conscious of that. Yeah, and, and and being conscious of all the years the tree took to grow, you know, mm-hmm. and all the beautiful life it supported while it was doing that, you know, the birds that nested and the squirrels and whatever, you know, the shade it provided, you know, and, um, you know, how how can we look at our own lives that way? You know, like what it takes for us to grow, but then what can we offer and provide, you know, until it is our time then to to change form and, and yes. you know, release our, our physical bodies and, and I think that appreciation of what it takes for us to have the things we have. You know, like I think about, you know, I've seen chickens lay eggs, and, and boy, I tell you what, after watching that, I am never going to pick up an egg to make my breakfast and not be appreciative. Yeah. You know, somebody had to push this out of their body and lay this thing, and 
it was clearly an endeavor for that individual, you know. It's like I, I, I have so much, you know, if we can think that way, you know, do we, do we then also be able to turn that on ourselves and say, how can I, how can I then do the best I can with what I have to offer while I'm here in this form? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that I'm even grateful. I, a lot of times I try to be grateful that I can have the ability to be able to take care of these animals and to offer them the food that they need because they rely on us now. And the one like our cattle and our horses and our dogs and our cats, they're waiting for us to take care of them. And I'm grateful that I have that opportunity to do that, that they have been brought into my life and they are part of my family. Rather than I hear some people grumbling, oh, I got to go feed this or I got to go feed that. I'm going, no, I'm grateful that I have that family to be able to take care of. And it just, yeah. it changes the whole way you look at them. And to me, they respond differently too because they're, they're just, they feel that love that you're sharing with them that you're putting out. It's not just people that feel it. I totally believe the whole the whole universe, all the animals, nature, everything feels it when you're in that gratitude state. Is do you kind of feel that way? Oh my gosh, absolutely. And and I love what you said about that being appreciative that that you can care for them. You know, cuz I think that opportunity to care for others is is just truly sacred. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and like you said, when we all, you know, our family units get brought together, you know, with dogs and horses and, you know, chickens and yeah. whoever it is in our little worlds, um, you know, that's also part of that mystery of, of how can we share love, how can we, how can we accept that, that sacred responsibility of, of being in that role of care um, is, is such a beautiful thing. And, and I, I like, just like what you said, I cherish it as well. You know, even on those days when it's really cold out and I'm standing there wishing I was a goose because I'm waiting for the dogs to have their little, you know, smell fest, you know, um, I'm still out there and, and it's still like, this is a sacred moment that they are, we're here together doing this and watching these geese and they're smelling rabbit, whatever, you know, it's just moments in time that are, are so precious and can never be repeated. And I think a lot of that is really obvious when we're in those roles of caring for others and, and giving of ourselves that way. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, that that is just beautiful. And to cherish those moments because they are a passing moment. And if you don't cherish that moment, you're going to miss it. And you miss so much. I yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. that. It almost gave me the chills because I just love how to just cherish the moment. And I think so many times as I'm bundled outside there, I'm going, oh, man, I'm cold out here. But I'm like, <laughs> okay, but these animals are out here and they need fed. And I love taking care of them, be it in the hot summer or the cold winter. It's just they they rely on us. And I love I just love to be able to be there for them. It is just it's a beautiful feeling. Yeah, and that coldness well, reminds us that we're alive, right? So, you know. Uh-huh. Definitely. <laughs> that I'm gre- <laughs> Exactly. I'm grateful for that. I'm great. I always say I'm grateful I have the ability 
and the strength to go out and do it. And then my body cooperates to do it. And I so many times write that in my gratitude journal that I'm just, I'm thankful that I have that ability to be able to do it because that is something to be grateful for that a lot of times we want, we take advantage of it. We just think it's always there and it always isn't. So that is, that is something I feel is something to really be grateful for also. Yeah, I agree. You're making me want to go hug my pups. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. I, I probably will. My two are laying here by the wood stove, so I'm sure I'll hug them when we uh, <laughs> finish up on our interview here. And that is the thing. It has gone so quickly again. I think we could talk for hours on this subject. I just love this gratitude subject. <laughs> oh, me too. And it's always so so much fun to talk with you. So thank you for having me on your show. Oh, you are so welcome, Deb. And the feeling is totally mutual also. Do you have a small tip you would like to leave with our listeners today about gratitude? You know, I think a simple one is like if we all just took the challenge to find one thing in our lives to be grateful for that we maybe haven't thought about before. You know, is it turning on the yes. water faucet? Is it the is it the bird nest? You know, what is it? It's just something in our lives that we've we've maybe just taken for granted, and and just to shine that little light of gratitude on it today, and just let that feeling kind of move through us and out into the world. Oh, oh, that is beautiful. I love that. Just one simple thing to be grateful for. Oh, thank you. So so much, Deb. This was just incredible, and I, I'm excited for our interview in December already. <laughs> Me too, absolutely. And in the meantime, have a lovely November and and uh, Thanksgiving and all of that. So, well, thank you so much, and the same to you, Deb. And have a magical, beautiful day today. <laughs> thank you. You're so welcome. And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to this incredible interview that we just did about gratitude with Deb Matlock. And be sure and tune in in December again, and we will be talking about another very exciting, interesting topic. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have an absolutely fantastic day. Be kind to all. And remember Deb's tip, find one simple thing to be grateful for today. And as you do that, give your animals a great big hug and be grateful for them and share all your love with them. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.